Here we go. And we welcome everybody to the Friday edition of Baseball Today. It's the first time we're on our brand new system. I don't even know how to describe it. All I know is that it's not IG Live. Um, no. So, Ploof, we're still trying to figure out all the little bugs that are in our system. But we are here and we're talking a little baseball, although that's a different show. Yeah, I got my hat on right here. This is the uh, YouTube Live. It started out as the Chris Rose Rotation IG Live. Now, Then it yep. was Baseball Today on IG Live. Now it's just yep. Baseball Today. And we're yep. going live on YouTube. We're, this is what happens. We're just we're progressing, bro. You we're know what making, I mean? We're making progress in, yeah. in the technological world. But, Robbie, I want to make sure that we're actually out there because right now all I'm seeing is a blank screen. We are. I see uh, 37 people watching right now. Boom! Okay, awesome. I want to welcome everybody then to our live stream. Mm. And those of you that are catching a little bit later in the day, that's all good. You're probably wondering why I'm sweating my ass off right now. It's, it's not because I'm nervous. It's because I just finished my 45-minute elliptical. I had to squeeze it in right now because I got a very busy day. So I apologize if I'm sweating all over the place. Woo. 45 right. elliptical? Yeah. And then, then, then I got to go on my walk later. That's what you throw any, old man. Did you throw any weights around or what? Is this all cardio? That's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You gotta I love that. Okay. I love that about hey, you. Quick question before we get to the baseball world. Is Odell living in Matthew Stafford's pool house? Any truth to that rumor? <laughs> um, I have no idea. I actually texted Matthew yesterday. I didn't even get a response from him. So he big leagued me. He's got a new friend. Odell's in town. T. Ploof gone. Wow. Unreal. That's, that's painful. Well, you can't help yeah. him get a ring. I'm not I know. Odell can, but that's another discussion. Wow. All right. Let's get to it. A little baseball today. I love the hot stove talk because none of it usually comes to fruition, but it's always a ton of fun. Let's start with John Heyman's report that the Phillies are interested in the top free agent center fielder on the market, Starling Marte. Uh, out of all the issues that the Phillies have had the last few years, is that where you would go fishing first? No pun intended for a former Marlin. I don't think the order of which they go after guys really matters. Um, but I would say that center field is not my priority. If I'm Dave Dombrowski, I would go ahead. Look, this guy has been around the game for a long time. So he's had a lot of different rosters. So he's seen what works and what doesn't work. I always go back to like 2012, 13, 14 Tigers. I played a lot against those teams. Dombrowski was the general manager of those teams. They had everything, but they didn't have great bullpens. And guess what the Phillies don't have? They don't have a great bullpen. They need to go address that, I think, is probably the most important issue because in 2020, they were one of the worst bullpens ever assembled, according to the numbers. And then in 2021, they set a franchise and I think an MLB tying blown saves record. Like you can't that, – that hurts your team. It hurts the – you know, the um, – what am I looking for? What am I looking for here, Chris? I don't know. It hurts the team when you're blowing saves and you're, you have victories in hand, and then it, they're gone. I know what you're trying to say. You're saying that not all losses are created equal. That yes. if you get blown out, you can wash it off easily. If you're up 7-5 to five going into the ninth and your team blows it again, that's like one and a half losses. Is that what you're telling me? It, yes, because it eats at you. It eats at you, especially if it happens over and over and over again. And then there's some finger pointing going on in clubhouses, mm. stuff like that. It causes all sorts of rips. So I would go and and take care of that. And that's not easily done. Relievers, look, you kind of got to get lucky with some guys. You know, some of the more prominent names out there, the Rice Iglesias, he has a he has a draft pick attached to him. 
So I like I don't think I'd go there. I wouldn't do that for a reliever, to be honest with you. You know, you might have to go into the trade market for that. The Brewers are shopping Hader. Um, who knows who else is available? I think anyone can be available for the right price. The problem with the Phillies is I don't think they have the prospect capital to get a lot of these deals done. So Dave is in a really tough spot. Yeah, he's got center field to address. He's got the bullpen to address. He's got defense to address and they already have a plethora of infielders so like it's not like he can just go out and get a better defensive infield because they've already got a bunch of guys in the books it's a big problem in philly now i i mean you tell me what you think well first of all i agree with you on the bullpen they still haven't gotten that right they they tried last year they some new guys they brought in were either ineffective or injured or in some cases both um there is a sieve in center field okay uh Oduble herrera they did not offer him a contract Andrew McCutcheon's option in left, they didn't pick up. So really, they've got two vacancies is the way I see it out there. Um, Marte makes a ton of sense. Had almost 50 steals in his time between Miami and Oakland a year ago. Uh, really, really good player. OPS plus of 131. And if you look at what the Phillies have done out in center field since 2019, they have a sub 680 OPS among the worst in the league production-wise. So we got Bryce Harper, who might end up winning another MVP on one side and hole, hole in center and left. They do need to do something. So this makes a ton of sense. Um, we know that the bullpen has got issues. They need to fix that. I mean, they they tried. It just didn't work. So maybe Dombrowski just doesn't have – maybe he doesn't punch the right numbers in. I don't know he what's happened in there. Right. He might not because it has been a problem for him in the past. And I was even reading an article, uh, I think it was on MLB Trade Rumors, about their search for bullpen help. Mm-hmm. They're naming guys like Graveman and Melanson and saying, hey, like, we really can't go get guys like that because they're ground ball type relievers and we have a horrible infield defense. So that takes some people out of the you know equation. I mean, th- he's right. got a lot of work to do. They have a lot of really high end talent on that roster, but they got to find a way to supplement it. Um, and there's a lot of areas they have to do that in. All right, let's move on. Uh, the New York Yankees, we know that they're going to make a huge splash or two in the free agent market. But Aaron Judge was doing an interview yesterday, said something very interesting. You know, if it was up to me, you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be a Yankee for the next 10 years for sure. Now, he is entering his walk year. Do the Yankees have to make extending Aaron Judge, who will be 30 next season, as big a priority as fixing shortstop, getting more depth in the starting rotation with big-name free agents? Now, this one I do think there is an order. They don't have to do this with Judge just yet. I think they need to go address everything else. They already have him, you know, I'm sure they already have the numbers they think it'll take to keep Judge already um, programmed into their budget for the future. They know what it's going to take. It's going to be somewhere like 25 to 30 million a year to keep him around, which they should. They understand that's going to be on the payroll uh, if they decide to go that route. But they got to go get these other guys first. And, you know, there is like this looming lockout deadline, December 1st. I'm on record as saying I don't think there'll be a lockout. I think I kind of misspoke there. I meant there will be. I meant there will. This is what I really meant. I kind of want to clear the air on this. There will be baseball in April. Like there's not going to be a strike. A lockout is just a it's just a timing thing. And I think there's going to be a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, even if there is a quote unquote lockout. Okay, I think the free, I think free agency is still going to be happening. Just you know, it's going to be behind closed doors. Let's get back on quiet. quiet. You've cleared it up. Thank you. Okay, um, what are we talking about? Judge, judge. They have judge. 
all next season to negotiate. I get the longer you wait, you know, the harder it is to negotiate and judge might even, and judging his agent might even put a, a, a time restraint on that. They might say spring training ends. We're not negotiating during the By season. The way, can so we, can we call bullshit on that whole thing? Because once again, if they, if they say, uh, you know, spring training or beginning of the season is where we're drawing the line. Now you're telling me if the Yankees went to him and said, here's a 10 year, $300 million deal. They're going to be like, no, we told you that we were done talking at the beginning. Of the season. Well, that- be like, yeah, give me that pen. I'm right here on uh, on uh, May 17th. No problem. I'll sign that. Yeah, but that's the point of it. It's just leverage. That's all it is. It's not like a real thing. It's They're just using it for leverage. leverage. It's fake leverage to me. Sure, but you use whatever leverage you can when you're negotiating a freaking nine-figure contract. You know, you know when you say something is? like when you say something like that and the Yankees come back and they offer you some BS contract, you say, I told you I'm not talking about it during the season. And you go out into the public and say that. But if they offer you, yeah, like you said, a 10-year 300M, you say, sure, I'll sign on the dotted line. That's the you leverage. Know what, you know what his leverage is? 40, 45 homers. That's his leverage. It's not a date. Um, here's what I would say. The Yankees, don't you think the Yankees have already decided whether or not they want to have Aaron Judge long-term? Don't yeah. you think that decision has been made? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you think that they want him there or they don't want him there? They do want him there because he okay. does everything then, the right way. Then what's the point of waiting? You're I think they want to see they want to see where they're at in free agency this year. Obviously, there's some sort of budget in mind for them. They have to decide who who can they get. This isn't like, look, it used to be the Yankees could go get whoever they wanted. That's not the case anymore. Guys don't have to go to these big markets anymore. They're, they're going to go to where they see fit, whether it's monetarily, whether it's just like where they want to be. The Yankees aren't the end-all, be-all for free agency anymore. They used to be that way. So they have to see right. who's going to come to them, and then they can decide. I understand that, but I'm just saying it is on par with free agency this year. The one thing you do not want in a New York market, but particularly with the Yankees, is this thing to drag on during the year. Because every time that Aaron Judge steps to a microphone, people are going to be asking him about it. And then, you know, that becomes the story instead of trying to get the Yankees back to a place they haven't been in a dozen years. A dozen years. And that's the World Series. So it is as important to me. I don't think you could just look at it and say, oh, he's got another year. It's not that simple. I think it. I agree that it is as important i just think that they're going to wait one for a cba to come to light like a new one so they see what the monetary situation is there and then okay. they're going to see who what where they go in free agency as soon as they're done with that they understand where the budget is they'll go after judge and i mean they should i'm not saying they shouldn't they 100 should go sign judge i just think the order of things he's going to be down the road probably i i think before the season how about that but that's what i was going to ask you you're saying before the season. I think so. Or like right around opening day, something like that. I would agree with you. I think that's when it's going to happen. All right. This is really, this is a great story. One of my favorite ones I've seen so far in the, uh, of, uh, I know it's been a very short off season, but I would say in months, it's, it just has me laughing. This is a Giants fan named Kenny Kelly on social media. He is drawing pictures of Brandon belt and it, Sorry, it looks like an eight-year-old is drawing him at best. <laughs> He's drawn him every day until the Giants re-sign the first baseman. Uh, now, the good news is Farhan Zaidi was actually apparently talking to Brandon Belt's agents recently. And so, remember, they put the qualifying offer. We don't know if he's going to accept that or try and work out a, a longer deal. Will Kenny's final drawing be one with a smiley face 
or a frowny face? I think this ends up being one with uh, a happy face, a smiley face, hmm. if you will. I do. I think the fit is just right. Now, the Giants protected themselves with a the qualifying offer. If Brandon goes out and finds a, a longer deal, a three-, four-year deal, deal somewhere, he'll take it, and the, and the Giants get a draft pick. I don't think it comes to that. I think that they're going to bring him back similar to like what they did with Crawford, maybe like a two-year deal, so he gets more guaranteed money but maybe less AAV. The fit is just really good there. You know, when you're comfortable somewhere, you're comfortable somewhere. He The last two years, he's been going off. And I think at this point in his career, he wants to win there with those guys. So I think that's what happens. Smiley face on the picture. And guess what? I've been seeing these pictures too, and I don't even know why I'm seeing these pictures. They're just on my timeline, dude. Like, how is this guy? What? How does this guy getting so much reach? I need to know the secrets, dude. Yeah, I don't think he has a ton of followers. Hopefully, this will help you out, Kenny. Um, I love him. I, it's just, it's hilarious. Like, one of them, he's got the giraffe head, and it's got Belt's face popping out of the giraffe. It's, it is great. It's They're great. good. You know They're funny. They're hilarious. This is <laughs> how you do it, by the way, because if you're like, I don't know how this would get in front of Farhan, but it would be great if they do come to an agreement, and he prints out one of Kenny's pictures, and he says, this is what sealed the deal right here. You wearing the giraffe it. head in a picture. Um, I love it. With all that being said, this is a team that very few organizations take care of the people who took care of them better than the Giants. And to some, in some cases, it was part of their downfall a little bit after their last championship in 2014 because they rewarded a lot of these guys with long-term deals because they said, hey, let's run it back. Let's keep running it back. And I'm not so sure it was in the best interest of the organization. I do think that if they can find a nice, happy number – at a three-year deal for a guy who's going to be entering his age 34 season. I think it's great. He did have a career high with 29 homers. He had never hit more than 18, so I'm not so sure. I I don't know if that's an anomaly or if it's something that he changed with his swing, but a mid-900 OPS, I know he missed some time. He obviously missed the playoff series against the Dodgers. Can't do anything about that with the broken digit. But I would still bring him back. I think he's yeah. one of those guys, particularly at a, at a position where you don't – you can. Joey Votto is almost 40 and still playing great first base. So I think Brandon Belt's the guy you give a three-year deal. As long as the number makes sense, you do bring him back. I think that's what it's going to take, Chris. If they can find an AAV that works for him at three years, yeah. I think he'll, that'll get the job done. Because I think he can go out there and get two years, 32 from anybody right now. Like, mm -hmm. I, think, I think a lot of teams would welcome that. If they have any hole at first base or even DH, like, the guy can do it. So I think for the Giants – he, they're either going to have to up the AAV for two years and get it closer to that 18 or go the extra year and go three years. Yeah. Um, and let's remember they extended Crawford during the season before he became a free agent and he had an MVP type season and a gold glove and all sorts oh of gosh. stuff. So, you know, Chris, I'm going up to San Francisco this weekend and guess who I'm going to see Gabe Kapler. NL manager of the year candidate probably should be the guy. Oh, he'll Gabe win Kapler. it. No, no, no. Not, so, only, he, not only is he going to win it, he's, it's going to be unanimous. I love that. I can't freaking wait. Because I'm going to – like, I danced on the Phillies' grave a little bit when they mm -hmm. fired him. I said it was stupid. It was a scapegoat mm -hmm. type thing, and he's going to go somewhere and be awesome, and I was right. But uh, my guy. I'm going to talk to him about Brandon Belt, though. So who's our guy, Kenny? Kenny, I'm going to talk to him for you, bro. Show him show him the pictures and Gabe okay. will go. 
well, that's very funny. Yeah, but won't laugh. <laughs> and But won't laugh. <laughs> Ask him if he enjoyed himself on the Rose Rotation. I don't know if you watched that one. Okay. It's only a half hour. Go watch it. Yeah, you're, it's just that, you know, people and you, I don't know, whatever. I'll talk to him about you. What does that mean? What do you I love say? you. Do people what? don't like talking to me? Do you like talking to what? me? I love talking to you. Well, that's because you're contractually obligated. All right. Uh, you can have a <clears> – <throat> pardon me. You can have a say in the vote of who makes the all-MLB team. So you can vote until I think it's like November 19th. They're going to announce first and second team members. But when you look at whom you can vote for, like there's 10 shortstops. There's like nine third basemen. <laughs> There's like 87 outfielders. Shouldn't they have narrowed the choices down for us a little bit to make it more special instead of just saying, it's like Oprah, and you get a nomination, and you get a nomination, and you get a nomination. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to say this, and people are not going to like it, Chris. Okay? Fans shouldn't vote on any award. I'm sorry. You're right. I, I, I love the fans. I love the fans, but we've been down this road before. When the fans were voting for the All-Star team, it became a shit show. The Royals voted every single one of their players into the freaking game, dude. Hold on. Why is that different? That's different. They're voting in the starting lineup, and anybody that's yet presumably gets snubbed will get selected. Doesn't always happen. There's sometimes one or two. This is all... MLB, and let's keep in mind, fans aren't the ones naming the team. They get a vote. It's also media members. I believe it's like managers and executives. And I think That's the players. same way the all-star team used to get chosen too, Chris. So look, look, this is, if we want to do this, mm-hmm. we could at John Boy Media pick a guy out and send our people there and say, right. let's get this guy on the all MLB team. We could do that. And that to me is ridiculous. <laughs> like, there needs to be a panel, not just a free for all, because you know when the internet gets a hold of something, it can get a hold of something. So what, what about- I, I get your point about the ten people per, and that's also ridiculous. But like fans voting for stuff doesn't work out. I love the fans, I get it, but if this actually means anything, which it kind of does sometimes, like an arbitration, whatever, this mm-hmm. might not. But like it's just it it can go awry quickly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I do like it that they're doing this. You know, I like it when I look, I, I wait and see who makes the all pro teams in the NFL because I value all pro teams over pro bowl teams. And most players will tell you that they don't. I mean, they like going to the pro bowl, but in terms of recognition, they value being an all pro. We really need to make this all MLB. When I first heard about it, I was like, that's cool. Like you made all MLB first team. But you're right. The right people have got to be voting for it. And if you're going to make it fan-based, it does make it kind of a silly factor. So I'm with you on this. Like, I don't – this isn't the way to expand fans' interest in the game. They're not, they're, I guarantee you, in New York, they're like, <clears throat> yep, pat ourselves on the back because we're getting the fans involved in the game now. No, this isn't how you do it. This is not it no, at all. It's not. There's a, there's all a right, lot of different one. ways. This isn't it. Uh, Paul Rudd was just named People's Sexiest Man Alive. Good for him. Big-time Kansas City Royals fan, by the way, Paul Rudd. So, if we were to name John Boy's Sexiest Man Alive, who is it? Well, this has a very easy answer. It's um, editor, 
everything extraordinaire Zach Esposito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number one, he's a good looking dude. Okay. Number two, he's excellent at his day job. Number mm-hmm. three, guess what his other job is? He's a freaking rock star. A front man. Like the guy's got everything going from I'm not gonna say some other things that I've heard. Might be rumors, I'm not sure. Zach's number one. We're gonna get Zach out of here because that doesn't count. It's not fair to the rest of us. Why does that not count? He's a part of the team. Why are you excluding? Because too easy, bro. I want to dig a little deeper. All right, so this is uh, day one of the new baseball today. This will be our brand new home. We'll be sending it out to YouTube Live uh, each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Although, just to let you know, I'm on jury duty next week, so I'm just keeping my. Did you answer wrong. jury duty? Of course you do. It's your civic duty. You I've... can't take that and throw it in the trash. That is bad karma. <clears throat> I'm just joking. I really don't do this, but I've thrown every single one in the trash. Do not say that. I didn't hear it. Didn't happen. I didn't. didn't I'm just it. joking about that. Joke for TV, people. Okay. Listen, uh, we're not on TV. We're streaming. So tell OBJ, tell Matthew hi if he ever returns your texts. Most likely. I think not. I'm out. You might be. <laughs> You might be Although out. I'm going to see him play on Monday, so we'll see. Oh, so wait a second. Am I not going to see you on Monday? Uh, I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll, I'll be in San Francisco. How are you going to do this? You can bring your microphone, your little yeah, toolkit? Bring... I'll talk to you afterwards. I, we're, Offline. It's going to be a nice little trip. Yeah. Offline discussion. All right, dude. Listen, always fun hanging out with you. Everybody else have a wonderful today on baseball today. And we'll see you Monday. See you guys.